Welcome to the Thrifty Marketer Podcast, a podcast where we meet amazing individuals from all walks of life. Here's your host, Vivek, with a new episode for you. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Thrifty Marketer Talks. This is episode 53. Uh, last time I had a guest, but uh, she couldn't join, and uh, it was kind of an embarrassing moment for me, but that's okay. Things happen, people get busy, and all that. So, today uh, I've been waiting to get a guest on the show uh, to do something about marketing. You know, it's been, it's it's my field, it's where uh, I work, it's the area where I focus on. So, uh, you know, I wanted to pick up a topic on marketing to kickstart more episodes on marketing as such, right? So, what happened was, uh, all of a sudden, you might be seeing in your uh, social media feeds these days, uh, chat GPT. It's an AI platform, uh, apparently funded by Mr. Elon Musk, etc. Uh, it has been making a lot of waves about how AI is going to transform the way marketers and customer success or customer service folks will work, right? So, Chad GPT, I've been seeing a lot of stories, a lot of predictions, a lot of gurus sharing their uh, tips and tricks and, uh, you know, predicting stuff that's going to happen. Then when I was interacting with a couple of friends of mine uh, who are into marketing, they were talking about uh, the future of all of us, right? Is it going to be, are we going to be getting, are we going to get replaced by AI? Are we going to, is is our jobs uh, in danger, et cetera, et cetera. So among all these chatter, uh, I always fall back on a couple of experts on marketing. So one of them, uh, is one of my favorite people on this planet and he has arrived. I could see that and I am blushing and smiling. So, you know, he shared a lot of good. He's, he's very uh, keen on uh, sharing. Uh, he's a fast mover on all the new things which come up in marketing and customer experience, etc. So he shared a lot of uh, two blog posts, if I'm not wrong, about chat GPT especially. You know, so uh, I read that and I could see that, you know, this can... Uh, this can, you know, bust a lot of myths for marketers. Uh, hey, Brad, Brad saying good morning. Uh, so, you know, uh, I wanted to uh, bring him on and I asked and he agreed. I was so happy to uh, hear that, you know. So today's guest is none other than Mark Schaefer. He's, as I mentioned, he's one of my favorite people on this planet. You know, not only marketer, people. You know, I, I repeat it again. So, you know, for those of you who don't know him, he's a globally recognized keynote speaker, educator, business consultant, and author. His blog and podcast, The Marketing Companion, are at the top of the charts in the marketing field. Mark has worked in global sales, PR, marketing position for over 30 years, and he provides consulting services as the executive director of Shea for Marketing Solutions. He's also an advisor to several tech startups and also B-squared media. He has advanced degrees in marketing and organization, organizational development, holds seven patents. He's a faculty member of graduate studies program at Rutgers University. The best part comes now. He is the best-selling author of nine amazing books. 
one of them is here you know uh, I'll, I'll i'll talk about it later uh his his all his books are bestsellers i love his books i love his writing because of its clarity uh no jargons nothing it's so simple everybody can understand he puts concepts very nice so his books have are used as textbooks in more than 50 universities have been translated into 12 languages if you follow him you can see how many he keeps sharing my book got translated into japanese my book got translated into chinese you know so it keeps happening in his world and it can be found in more than 750 libraries He's a popular and entertaining commentator and has appeared in several national television shows like Wall Street Journal, Wired, New York Times, etc. So I can keep, I can do a show on him actually, basically, you know, I can talk about him for one hour, Aram, you know, uh, with, without any hindrance. So let me bring him on. Um, that was, that was by far the most enthusiastic introduction I've ever had. I, I highly doubt that because, you know, uh, I, I have seen you on many shows uh, and I have seen people uh, introducing you much far, far better than this. But uh, thank you so much for taking time out and coming on the show. How are well, you doing, by the you. way? I'm good. I'm good. Winding That's down that. here. We're supposed to have a big, uh, you know, in America, we're having this big snowstorm go across America. So we're getting we're getting ready here. But I, it was, it's so much fun. I uh, couldn't wait to see you. It's been a while. It's been too long since I've got to see your face and uh, appreciate you and everything you do. Absolutely. absolutely. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, lots to talk about. So one of the things, you know, which have been going around is chat GPT and then suddenly AI has come into the spotlight, etc. So I thought, you know, let me, let me ask you some questions, uh, you know, about it so that it can clarify a lot of doubts for a lot of marketers, you know. So uh, if you're ready, we can start. Let's go. Absolutely. The, the first question, again, chat GPT, 1 million users in under a week. So why do you think this particular platform has witnessed this kind of traction so quickly? Well, this it, it, it's, it's interesting. Um, so um, I was talking to my son about it. And I, I, I wrote him a note. I said, have you tried this? Um, boy, you know, you've got to get into this. Now, my, my son is a, is a technologist. Uh, he's an entrepreneur. And, uh, he, you know, he writes code. And he said, uh, he responded to me. He said, Dad, I've been using this for more than a year. Wow. Now, what's different? Why have a Now it's up to two, 2 million people joined in 10 days by far the fastest adoption of technology in history here's what made the difference you don't have to be a technologist to use it it has a simple interface like google right so my son was using it to write you know help him write code right but you had to be a technologist to understand it now you don't that's right. what's changed that's why the adoption has exploded. Absolutely. I, I've been playing, uh, you know, tinkering with it for last one week. And it's, it's amazing, you know. It we is have had, Yeah, we have been having some fun sessions within our team uh, about ChatGPT, doing a lot of quirky stuff. And I, I tried some of your advice in one of the blog posts about quick, quirky ways to use it. So I tried some of them and it, was, it, was, it worked fantastically, actually. All right. So you have been monitoring chat GPT pretty closely and been writing about the technology as well. So how do you think the big question, this tool is going to impact 
the marketing force or the marketing community? Well, I mean, first of all, thank you for um, reading my blog and, and um, being such a great supporter and being familiar with what I've written about this. And you know, because you and I have been friends for a long time, you know, I wrote this blog post uh, last week that said um, why chat GPT is going to change marketing forever. I have never said those words before in my life. Right. You know, I, I, I didn't say it when the internet was started. I, I didn't say it when Facebook started because those things had to evolve. We had to figure out uh, what does the internet mean to business? Uh, you, you look at Web3. We're, we're figuring it out. You know, right. are people really going to have digital wallets? Are they going to use NFTs or is it just kind of spooky to people right now? Now, here's this thing that was adopted by 2 million people. And it's significant in a lot of ways. But as you said, first of all, it's really good. It's really helpful. And here's the scary part. The parent company is named OpenAI. This is their old technology. That's right. <laughs> it's based on GPT-3. They already have GPT-4. And right. guess what? Who has the, the greatest AI capabilities in the world? Google. Look, Google isn't going to sit around. Right. So what happened two weeks ago with 2 million people jumping on it, onto, you know, GPT-3, you know, in this form called chat GPT, this is just the beginning. Right. This is just the tip of the iceberg. It's going to get more powerful more useful, more fun, and it's going to happen really fast. Right. Now, um, the analogy that I've been using, Vivek, in my talks about this is you're probably too young to remember, but when I was a young guy in the 80s, the big controversy was calculators. Right. All right, so calculators rolled out and it's like, well, we still need to teach math. And people are saying, but why? Right. Calculators aren't going to go away. Well, we still need to teach math in school. And you're not allowed to use calculators. Well, look, now everybody uses calculators. I haven't done longhand math in 20 years. Right. The calculators are part of our lives. It, it makes us better. It makes us more efficient. We, you know, it gives us almost like a new brain, a new math brain. We don't have to know all that stuff. We can use this. It's very reliable. Right. Now, a lot of people, uh, I just got off a conversation right before this one. And the, and, and the woman was telling me how she's fighting this. Right. She's fighting AI. She said, I feel like I'm fighting gravity because we're taking the human element out of you know, out of our world. And I said, not necessarily. We might be making it more human. Right. Uh, you know, bringing calculators in, in, into the world. Did that take the humanity out of math? No, it brought humanity into math because it made everybody a great mathematician that could solve almost any problem. Right. That's what's happening with AI. It can make anybody a competent creator. 
it can make you know anybody a, a, a good writer. If you've suffered your whole life trying to write, now you can write. If you, right. you know, it still may be your ideas and it's still your story and your flair. So it's not gonna go away. It's just like a calculator. It gives everybody a new competency. Right. It levels up people in a new way. And we need, it's, it's not fighting gravity. We need to adopt it. We need to right. adapt. We need to adopt because it's here and it's here for good. Right. Got it. Got it. Because um, based on my experience, I feel that uh, I, I, I may be wrong here. I feel that it's not a threat for marketers because at the end of it, the machine is as smart as the person operating it. That's what I felt because I tried uh, chat GBD to write an entire blog post. But after a point, I could see that it based on my input, the AI engine gives me new take on a topic. Yeah. You know, otherwise it's, it will be all plagiarized content. Everybody will be publishing the same thing, you know? So it's, it's again, which, which, that's they, a- which they probably will now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. right so my next question uh, is again uh, uh, extension of this question do you think ai intervention like chat gpt i'm not saying only uh, chat gpt like any intervention there are there are there are a lot of things which write social media posts by itself there are things which create graphics for you etc etc do you think it will impact marketers negatively or will it be a value addition to our work uh, it's, it will be both. Um, okay. and it, it depends on, you know, what you do and, um, um, you know, what your, what your, what your specialty is. Um, when this whole idea was, was breaking, uh, as you know, because I know you follow my blog and my, and my podcast, I interviewed a fellow named Shelly Palmer. Shelly is a very, very famous tech analyst. And I said, if there's anybody that can give us some insight and some perspective on what this means to the marketing world, it would be Shelly. And the analogy he gave was the music industry in the 1980s. He said, look, I was in the music industry and back in the 80s, if you wanted to create music for a commercial or a television show, you needed a band, right? maybe an orchestra. Starting right. in 1986, I could do all of that on one music workstation. Right. I could have drums, guitars, trumpets, whatever I needed. In one year, half the musicians were unemployed in New York City. Wow. All right. Now, if your job is to create simple blog posts, your job is going to go away. Many of those jobs are going to go away. If your job is to orchestrate a customer strategy and use content strategically, like someone writing the music, then your job just became a lot easier. Right, right. You know, you can get more ideas, more content, and you can get it faster than ever before for almost no money. So if you're creating a commodity product, 
like blog posts that everybody else is writing. We right. don't need you anymore. We got a computer that can do that. Right. It's going to make your job go away or make it a lot more difficult. If you're thinking about using this in a way to, to augment your strategy, to really help customers, to be strategic, to have a vision, to have insight, then this is going to help you. So depending on what your role is, it can help you or it can hurt you. Absolutely. Those are some very important words, insights, strategy, vision. These are the things which a marketer today cannot live without. Uh, that absolutely uh, makes sense to me. Right. Uh, so I read the, the blog post which I mentioned about the entertaining uses of chat GPT. You had mentioned uh, 20 of them. So according to you, if I have to ask, what are some of the use cases where chat GPT will be a boon for marketers? Well, um, <laughs> it's, it's exciting and it's also depressing. <laughs> right. So I just, uh, I just finished my new book. Uh, wow. You mentioned in your introduction, I've written nine books. Well, I've actually written 10. Right. And uh, there's a new book. Um, it's, a, it's a little secret right now. It's actually out on Kindle right now. For okay. you for $1.99 US dollars. It's gonna be that price for a few days for a, just a few days. Right. Um, but the book will be out in January. Vivek, right. it took me two years to write this book. Wow. Two years of research and writing. So yesterday I put a prompt um, into Chat GPT to ask it a question that I answered in the book. And okay. in five seconds, it came out and I said, give me the answer with academic references. Right. So in five seconds, I had an answer with academic references that probably would have taken me three hours two weeks ago. Right. So in one way, this makes me excited. In another way, it's like, oh my gosh, I spent two years writing <laughs> and this stupid machine just gave me an answer in five seconds. Right. So what are the implications? Now, um, some of the things it said in its answer were not 100% right. Um, and I've done the work to know that. <clears throat> um, for someone like me that has a lot of ideas to get out into the world, this might help me get the ideas out faster. Maybe instead of writing a book every two years, maybe I'll be able to write one every one year. Right. You know, I've already got it. I've already got an idea for a new, for another book that I think would be so much fun and exciting. And so, you know, could this help me write it faster? Or will people say, oh no, not another Mark Schaefer book. <laughs> <laughs> one of these things will happen. For sure. One of these things will happen. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think you know we're still figuring it out. We're still figuring it out. Absolutely. It's it's Absolutely. um it's it's exciting and depressing at the same time. I mean, Absolutely. part of me feels the same way mathematicians felt in the eighties. Right. Oh, but, I, you know, I love the old way. I, <laughs> I love doing math problems. 
you know, and, and part of me is like, I love to write. I love the challenge of writing. I don't want it to go away. I want to be special. Right. You know, I'm a good writer. Right. It's hard to be a good writer. I don't want everybody to be a good writer. Right. I got to give that up. Yeah. You know, I got I I, I got to give that up. Now everybody is a, can be a good writer. So I've right. you know, so I've got to, you know, I'm still going to be okay because <laughs> I think I still have a certain story, a certain personality. Right. And 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 by the way, Here's the most important lesson of all. I think people watching and listening today, if they take one lesson away, it's something I've been talking about for seven or eight years because we knew this day was coming with technology. The only thing that can protect us is our personal brand. And that's why I'm going to be okay because people know me and they trust me. No, right. They trust me. They love me. They know me. And you're going to still, people are still going to read my blog. They're still going to listen to my podcast. They're still going to love my books because they want to hear from me, not a chatbot. They want to hear from me because I've done the work to create a personal brand. It's the only thing that can save us. If you're a copywriter who no one has ever heard of before, your job's probably going to go away. If you're a marketer, who has created a personal brand, you're still going to be in demand. You're still going to be beloved because people have an emotional attachment to you. You're not a commodity. You're known. And so I've been saying this for years. This is the only sustainable competitive advantage we have as human beings. Either you're known or you're not. And this is the crossroads, right? Where all this is coming true. It's the only thing that can save us as marketers and as and really as professionals. Either you're known or you're not. So work on it now. Work on it hard because the technology is coming to get us. Absolutely, absolutely. I completely agree with that. Right. So um, next question, you know, it's not only about content. You know, AI has found its application across the marketing field, you know. Sorry. Uh, content creation, personalization, chatbots. So what what are your thoughts on AI's role in marketing going forward? You know, not only from a content perspective, but overall. I think the thing to watch is that what AI excels at is detecting patterns and helping you respond to patterns. Right. So... One of the issues we have today is we're overwhelmed with, with data. I mean, we've got so much information. Right. So AI can help us find the patterns. Right. And then the genius part of marketing is figuring out how do we respond to those patterns better than our competitors, faster right. than our competitors, and you know, getting it out there. Right. So that would be point number one. Point number two. Um, I was preparing for a, um, I, I, I do, uh, personal consulting calls to help people with their strategies. Anybody right. in the world can go to my website and sign up for an hour. But what right. this means, Vivek, 
is that I get calls from people in every kind of industry you can imagine. And I don't really might not be an expert in those industries. Right. Now I go to chat GPT and I'll say, what are the top 10 trends I should be aware of in the food industry, in the fitness industry, right. in, in clothing, you know, boutique salons. And so I can have kind of a good idea of what's going on with my customers before I ever get on the phone with them. Right. So, so, and I could start help them thinking about, you know, what are the changes? What are the patterns? Right. Um, so I think that's, that's interesting. Um, eventually um, it may help us not just detect patterns, but respond to patterns. Right. You know, the, the, the beauty of marketing is that it's transferable to, to almost any field. So, you know, if I'm talking to you and you have a problem, I can sort of think of uh, a portfolio of solutions that might work for you. Then I talk to someone else the next day who, um, you know, is uh, creating some new unique fitness program. I can listen, ask questions and go through this portfolio and say, all right, here's the pattern. What fits? You know, eventually we might be able to use AI, not just for detecting problems, but for coming up with solutions. So right. that, that'll be interesting. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, uh, there is a lot of speculations and concerns in the marketing community. You know, I've been talking to a few people that, you know, the, 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 suddenly the topic has become hotter, like, will AI take away our jobs, you know? So yeah. uh, I want to know, you, you already touched on this, but I want to yeah. really pick your brain on that. You know, do you belong to that school of thought? You know, will, uh, you know it's, it's like, will majority of marketers are in threat or a certain subsection of marketers are in threat? Um, well, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> Let's uh, maybe, I, I think... The answer to that question is people who create information will be replaced. Okay. People who create insights will not. Right. That, I mean, I, I, I think that's the answer. You know, okay. um, you know, I've got friends. I mean, their, their job is uh, copywriter. Right. I, I think they're going to be replaced. Right. Because right. They're, they're, they're just right. They, just, they have a task to do that now a computer right. can do better. Right. Um, now, if you if you if you're a person uh, and, and, and what you do is you solve you solve a hard problem for your customers then that's that's something that people are still going to need they're still going to need you to do you know i mentioned right. i do these coaching calls i'm getting more calls than ever right because i create insights right. it, it, it's it's hard to put specific problems into a computer you're you're going to get a commodity answer out you're not right. a, you're not going to get a specific answer out right so so i'm not 
afraid of being replaced uh, because I create insights. Absolutely. That's the right answer. I mean, uh, that's that's where we all should be, ideally. Uh, but let's see. All right. So one of the other things which I have always noticed about you is you always have a far first mover advantage. When, when you, you predict things. You are like a much kinder version of Gary Vaynerchuk, if I may put it that <laughs> way, you know. <laughs> you know, I... I, I uh, Love him also. I know you have a different take on him sometimes, but I he is also having crazy radar for new things which are going to come up. Or you, yeah. you know, I have seen you also do that. Uh, you know, and I've seen you predict things which has happened after three years, four years, because I know you for last seven years, if I'm not yeah. wrong. Yeah. So one of the things which I always admire about you is you tinker with things. You have your rice community playing around in hot tub in metaverse and things like that. So it's it's like I want to understand, you know, do you is Mark Schaefer a big proponent of AI in marketing? Uh, well, so first of all, thank you for the for the for the kind words. Um, I think um, it, it's not really. Right now, it's not really a decision. I mean, it's like, it, for me, it, it's like saying, are you a proponent of water? Um, because it's, um, look, I think um, as philosophically, there, the, it, AI to me is, is, is frightening. Uh, I, 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 if, you, if you listen to the people who um, really um, are experts in artificial intelligence. Every one of them recognizes that AI could be a threat to the human race. Right. All right. Now, that is not in my control. <laughs> right. Um, so just like just like water is not in my control right um i think what i want to do what i hope to do is to do everything i can to encourage people to use this resource in a responsible and ethical way just like i would encourage people to use water in a responsible and ethical way that doesn't destroy our our planet right um, so it, it's not really something I can weigh in on being a proponent or not. It's just, it's, it's just a tool, you know, right. it's just like, um, you know, am I a proponent of writing? Am I a proponent of Social math? Media. It, right. it, you know, it's, it's like, it, it's, I, I, you just have to use it in, in a responsible and ethical way that helps people. And that's, that's what I'm going to do. Fantastic. Yeah, since since you you know mentioned uh, you answered it from a philosophical standpoint as well, you know recently I you shared five lessons from your marketing career, you know that featured grit, experimenting and focus. It's, it was one of the best articles I have read. You know one of the best. You know, uh, so I, I loved it. So you know. I always tell to my team also about experimenting, etc. You know, because we are marketers, we need to run as many experiments as possible. But how do you think these qualities 
will help marketers survive or maybe you know get through this all these fast changes that are happening in this field that's a wonderful question and um so i have a have a a community called rise um that um we're devoted the, the the purpose of our community is to learn about the future of marketing right and my first question is why aren't you part of this community vivek because you need to be there right <laughs> yeah it's 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 free and open to everybody right now some people in the community we're learning about chat gpt3 and web3 and we're we're i believe it or not i bought a, a penthouse in the metaverse <laughs> where we have parties right now people in my community say oh you know this is overwhelming and how do we understand all this you know what if you're in my community you're if you're on discord talking about web3 and coming to a party in the metaverse you're already ahead of 95% of the marketers in the world absolutely i completely right? so don't be so hard on yourself and my point is you're trying right you're learning you're not an expert and and you probably don't have to be an expert you have to know enough to ask the right questions Right. Being a, a marketing leader does not mean you have all the answers. It means you have the right questions. Right. Right. I'm a great blogger, not because I have all the right answers. Nobody does. Right. But I ask the right questions. Right. And I, and and so, to be relevant, you need to you need to keep experimenting. You need right. to try. Web3, you need to buy an NFT. You need to, you know, just come to come to one of our parties in the metaverse. Right. Uh, so, so you, you, and, and these are all little experiments. And for some people, uh, getting a digital wallet or attending something in the metaverse, that might be a big experiment. For other Absolutely. people, it's a little experiment, you know, because it's not that big of a deal to me. But right. at least you're pushing, you're trying. And, you know, look, one of the things we do in our community is people actually give presentations in the metaverse. Wow. So they have a screenshot of themselves giving a presentation in the metaverse, a five-minute presentation. Now, how cool is that to put on your website? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? So experiment 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 just just try you know ex- try try everything and and don't worry about being overwhelmed don't worry give up on the idea of being an expert right. you know what here's the truth no one on this planet understands the internet <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true nobody right nobody and they never will that doesn't mean you can't be a great digital marketer. Absolutely. You have Absolutely. to know enough to ask the right questions and help your customers. Right. So I, I have completed around 16, 17 years in marketing. 
one thing I can say for sure, there is not even a single marketing expert in this world. Right. I've, I've, I've never met. I like people who are good marketers, who have the mentality to help others because a marketer needs to be helping people as a basic rule, thumb rule, right? So exactly. I follow I follow those people right. who, are, who know their stuff and who are willing to help others. You are one of them. Musa Tariq of uh, GoFundMe is one of them. Gary Vaynerchuk is one of them. So very few people I follow uh, regularly, but that's that's the one thing I have learned after all these years. No expert yeah. in this field. Cool. So that's fantastic. Um, it's it's time to join the Rice community for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, if anybody listening wants wants to try, uh, just you know, s- s- my my website is businesses grow. It's easy to remember. And right at the top, it says community and you can learn about the community Absolutely. and it's, it's, it's free. It's, it's, it's open. Right. And we have amazing events and amazing speakers and we right. help each other and it's kind. Right. It is generous. It's kind. It's supportive. I will tolerate no toxicity whatsoever. Right. So it's right. a, it's a safe place to learn. Absolutely. One of one of my biggest uh, regrets is that I'm I don't live in US. Yeah. Uh, because I I cannot attend your uprising event. I miss a lot of things where I could meet people like you. You know. So that is one one regret I have, uh, based on the geography well, where one, I live in. Here's here's one of my proudest moments, uh, in in with our community. So we had uh, a metaverse event, and at the end of the metaverse event, we we went into another porthole. And we were on a virtual ski slope. Right. And the sun was setting over the mountains. And it was absolutely beautiful. Right. And we learned we learned something new every time we're in the metaverse. This time we learned we could jump into the hot tub and we, you know, with our clothes on, our digital clothes, right. we would be submerged. Now, I was in a hot tub with someone from Australia, right. Ireland, Belgium, uh, England, Canada, all right. of us. It was a right. global, it was a globe. You know, look, it's not like having a drink in a real hot tub, but <coughs> we were gathered. Right. A global community laughing and having fun. And, and so, you know, it doesn't matter where you live. You know, you can, be, you can be part of this and have fun. And that's what makes this special. Um, and that's what makes the metaverse special is because we can gather, we can, and we can, you know, we can dance. Right, we can right. Dance. We're cre- we, we had an, an artificial, an AI generated art show and a Christmas right. party. And, right. you know, so it's, it was a lot of fun. Right. So uh, people have been asking, share the link. So it's businessesgrow.com. Yeah. So please check it out and uh, join the Rice community and a lot of check out his blog first. Go through at least 10 to 20 blog posts. Uh, you will learn about marketing a lot. All right. So coming to your books, I have two questions on that. Uh, first is the last book, Cumulative Advantage. You had a d- chapter dedicated to cu- curiosity. Right. As a, as a marketer, we need to be curious. We keep saying that, but we hardly follow it sometimes. 
So in the chapter, you talk about seeing opportunities in adversities and staying ahead. We are right in middle of, you know, we can maybe call it an adversity. It's about how you look at it, you know, glass half full or half empty. How do you think staying curious can help marketers stay immune to these kind of technology interventions? Well, uh, yeah, great, great question. And um, every time there's a disruption in the book, I call it a fracture in the status quo. Okay, so two weeks ago, ChatGPT. This is an earthquake. Right. It's not just a fracture. It's the Grand Canyon. It's a right. it's a fracture. Now, you can either say, um, oh my gosh, I feel threatened by this, or you can say, What's special about me right. that I can apply to this change? Right. Now, so what's special about me? I am a good teacher. Right. So what the world needs me to do right now is teach them about this change. You're allowing me to do that today, right? right? You're asking me questions about this. You're saying, you know, teacher, help us understand what this is going on. Right. So <clears throat> this is a way I'm becoming, in a way, more relevant. Right more powerful because I'm applying my special skill to this change. Right. You know, so you have to think about and this gets back to the known book that you, that you showed a few minutes ago. Right. What, what do, what am I known for and how am I relevant to this change? Right. You know, we have so much going on. Think about, you know, in, in, in politics and the pandemic and, Gen Z, I mean, Gen Z, that's another earthquake. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. They really are. I mean, Gen Z is is, is making big changes to culture, music, fashion, politics. Right. So how are you relevant to Gen Z? How are you relevant interpreting Gen Z? How are you relevant teaching Gen Z? Uh, So all these changes... Are our opportunities, right? And it, it and all these changes, you know, for some people it can be a threat. For most, for many people, really for all people, it can also be a new way to be relevant. If if you it's it's like when if you know what you're good at, right? It's like a surfer with a good surfboard, right? And when Chat GPT three comes or Gen Z comes, or the next big change comes, you don't need to throw away your surfboard. You just need right. a new wave. Right. This is a new wave for what right. I'm good at. How do I become relevant to in, you know, in the world of this new change? Absolutely. That's a, that's a perfect uh, way to put it. Surfboard. Yeah. You need to be, maybe you need to wax it differently. You never know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's a a very good uh, analogy. Right. All right. So uh, I think I am done with the AI related questions. Now I have two more questions. One is about your book. As you know, I love reading your books. I've got this 
signed copy from you last time and uh, I, I still treasure it i read it regularly because i keep challenge i keep facing challenges with building my work building my content i go to non regularly so the new book is coming it's called belonging to the brand i voted for the cover and i i think that cover didn't win by the way so <laughs> it's 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 coming out in january so uh, as everybody would love to know uh, what you know what what new mark Schaefer magic is in it and when will we get to read it well all right so i have a little secret for you and your and your and your fans today so the, the book is launching officially on January 9th. Okay. But right now, for a few days, it's available on Kindle for $1.99. All right. So it's, a, so it's like a secret little soft launch. Right. Um, but it'll be available in paper, hardback, and audiobook around January 9th. Okay. But So I wanted to, like... Just for a few of my friends, I wanted to get the book in their hands earlier, early, and certainly you are one of my friends, and we'll right. let your you let we'll let your fans and, and your audience in on the secret as well. Now, right. why is this important? Right. So you mentioned very kindly earlier that I have a good track record, sort of seeing what's going to be next. Right. I think Vivek that. There are three megatrends colliding right now in a very profound way. All right. Trend number one. This is, this is this message I had in my book, Marketing Rebellion. All right. Marketing like we used to do it doesn't work anymore. Right. When our customers have the accumulated knowledge of the human race in the palm of their hand, they don't need to be manipulated anymore. Right. They have a different expectation of brands and marketers. All right? right. That's point number one. The old ways don't work anymore. Number two, this is what you and I have just been talking about for 45 minutes. Right. There is a technological revolution happening right now right. that are going to help us connect and belong in community in entirely new ways. Right. NFTs, Metaverse, Web3 even artificial intelligence. That's right. number two. Number three, I think the biggest megatrend of the decade is mental health. There's so much pressure, so much stress. We're still suffering through this pandemic. Right. Absolutely. And people are, there's a, there's a, a trend of overwhelming sadness for me there was a headline in the new york times that said the loneliest generation Gen Z. the more time we spend online we think we're connected but we're not the more time we spend online the lonelier more isolated and more depressed we feel absolutely there was a research report just came out last week from mckinsey it said 51 percent of people aged 18 to 24, 51% have sought medical attention for a mental health problem. Wow. The average for all the other generations, 24%. Double digit. It's stunning. This right. is a big, big, big issue. Businesses and companies are going to be dealing with for years now. 
You put those three things together. We've got to do something new. We've got right. new technology to do it. And our customers are crying out to belong. Right. Here's the answer. Community. Not the way we've been doing it so far. Right. But a new vision of community that's focused on brand marketing, not customer service. Right. And that's, the, the, I think, the profound idea behind this new book. Fantastic. Is that a big part of the future of, 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 of marketing and business is community. Because think right. about this. Marketing messages, branding content, interruptions on YouTube. Right. Advertising. People hate it. Everybody hates it. They, they're paying more for streaming services to not have ads. Right. Community is the only kind of marketing people love. Right. If you have a community, guess what? You don't need SEO. Right. You don't need ads. You don't need branded content. You've got right. a group of people who love you, who will sustain you, who will buy everything you have because they're part of your, your community. Right. So it's, it's, it's important and it's profound. And, and so here's another little thing that's kind of crazy. Right. The, the day I wrote the last words of the book, the book was finished. Right. McKinsey came out with a major research report that said community is the next big thing in marketing. <laughs> Proves so, the point. Proves the point. Mic drop. <laughs> Right, right. I can't. I can't wait to read this book. Actually, it sounds. Well, uh, obviously, it's going to be a bestseller. But I'm pretty sure it's a book. I think every leader, to every Gen Z person, or maybe a junior resource in marketing should read, because all those days are gone when you create content, you post it, and people like it, and you get leads out of it and business out of it. All those days are gone. Community is a big thing. Uh, I have some of the, my good friends working in HubSpot community team, etc., who have been doing fantastic work and proving that community is is going to be the thing uh, for everybody. So fantastic! Thank you so much for writing the book. I will obviously get it after this call from Kindle, uh, and uh, <laughs> I'll read it uh, and I'll share my thoughts on it. And thank you so much for uh, you know uh, coming on the show. So my final question: How is the holiday plans coming up in the Schaefer household? Uh, with with Rebecca and every kids and Elijah, every, everybody will be uh, part of it. I'm really sure. Which well, it's it's already we're already having fun. We had our big uh, we we mentor you know young children that are in uh, maybe they don't have uh, parents. They don't you know they're they're living in a in a tough situation. And so we had our big Christmas party. We had we had 13 kids at our house last night. Wow. And uh, just had so much fun. They were running all around and we had a <laughs> fire in the backyard. And um, I mean, we meant to have a fire. It was planned. <laughs> it was a planned fire. Okay. Yeah. Don't get the wrong idea. Uh, yeah. And my, my children are coming home. My daughter's on her way. Uh, right. I, I just, as we were talking, I just got a message from my daughter saying she's on her way home. Uh, so it's it's going to be fine. It, it's going to be a, a time of of relaxation and and love and peace. And uh, we cer we certainly need more of that in the world. So it's it's coming at a good time. 
Absolutely, absolutely. It's not only your professional side I follow. I, I follow you. I've told you this uh, multiple times. You know, I try to uh, emulate you in every area because you are a good role model. Uh, I would love to, uh, you know, be like, you know, the, the personal side of it as well. Uh, yeah. Be it family or be your story itself or, you know, the way you take care of others. Uh, I really uh, respect that and uh, try to follow that. So uh, happy holidays and thank you so much for coming on the show uh, and uh, looking forward to reading your book. All right. Thank you, my friend. I, 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 I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. All right, so that was Mark Schaefer. As I mentioned, I am not a big fan of gurus and experts, etc. There are only few people uh, I, I uh, you know, follow. Uh, as I mentioned, Musa Tariq from GoFundMe is another person, very kind CMO. Very few kind CMOs around to follow, etc. So you know, he's one of them. Gary Vaynerchuk, obviously, uh, because of his empathy and his his stories and his content storytelling, etc., etc. So these are good people, you know, and I'm glad uh, God has blessed me with opportunities to interact with them virtually at least. Uh, and uh, you go check out the new book by Mark Schaefer, Belonging to the Brand. Uh, it's available on Kindle for $1.99. Uh, check it out and uh, read it. You will not uh, regret it. Uh, and uh, I hope to see you all uh, in 2023 with a lot of amazing guests and amazing topics. Uh, the Thrifty Market Talks will keep rolling and uh, I wish you all happy holidays and uh, fantastic time with your family and friends. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Thrifty Marketer Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Google Podcasts. See you in the next episode.